What's up, everybody? Hello. Hello, hello, hello. How's everybody doing? Welcome, everybody, to Between the Frames on a wonderful Monday afternoon. Yeah, afternoon. Monday afternoon. You never know really what time I'm here at. It's, uh, <laughs> it's quite um, the, the surprise sometimes that I don't remember what day it is. Um, hey, everybody. Hope everyone's having a wonderful day today, as always. Uh, let me go ahead and get situated here before we go ahead and start. And, um, yeah. Uh, hope everyone's having a good day. Let's go ahead and see what's up here. I've already put all my Discord notifications. I sent the tweet. Okay. Let's go ahead and... Alright. Yep, I got that situated already. Out of Discord for now, and um, where's my chat bot? Well, I'm guessing this is not ready yet because I'm gonna show you my chat, my little chat window here that I usually have. Well, um, let's go ahead and see what's up here. Am I? I think I'm doing good, as in like frame rate wise, should be fine. Um. Is there anything else I need? I got the um, info for variety lights right now. Sure, everything should be good. But yes, guys, we're back. Um, it's been a while since y'all have seen me, of course. Um, well, at least here. Let's go. I've been. Last week I was doing stuff on the Nerd Core. Um, decided to give last week my my dedication to uh, getting stuff ready again for the Nerd Core and being able to do my podcast and stuff and all that. And then um, this week, going ahead and get back on like you know the overall grind of of uh, of stuff here and stuff on the Nerdcore too. So uh, today we're doing we're, I'm doing this, and then tonight I'm doing the On the Rocks review for our Sofia Coppola films. And then um, like after that, for the patrons, you guys are gonna get to see uh, the, the cinema condition being recorded live. We're gonna do that, and then you know tomorrow nothing really. And then Wednesday, there's going to be, uh, you know, hot fuzz for patrons. And I got all that. I didn't want to call Nerdge Gone Alive on, on Wednesday. So to this week, we're getting back into the swing of things, hopefully. Um, I know there will be a live show on Friday. There won't be a live show on Saturday and Sunday. But there will be a live show on, on Friday. But um, today, we're going to start our uh, journey. I'm excited because, uh, oh, you know what? Let me, let me go ahead and uh, go grab it from the, um, let me go get it. Back from the let me go bring it from the from the shelf. Get it from the shelf. All right. Uh, let me go. Let me go back to my. There we go. Um, we're, what's it called? Uh, we're doing our we're work. We're making our way through the uh, essential. Oh crap! Uh, oh, there. All right, look. Uh, the essential Fellini box set from uh, Criterion. Uh, we're making our way through this big bad boy right here, and uh, I'm excited. I think I'm really excited. We we're starting today with uh, 1950s variety lights, 
and then next week we do the white the white chic and we go on our way from there um you know uh, criterion did this hold on Criterion made that um, that set like last year was one of the four announced sets of a uh, Bruce Lee, some Bruce Lee films, Agnes Varda. We had the complete films of Agnes Varda. We had uh, this set, and then we also had the World of One Card Y, and uh, which I we have talked vigorously about on the uh, stream and on the YouTube channel, which you can go and subscribe to by searching up my name. Um, we um, that that set came out last year, and uh, I got it for my birth no, not my birthday for Christmas from a good friend Luis and uh, we're finally going to start our journey throughout this set uh, today we're going to be discussing variety lights it's got a lot of new restorations of uh, Knights of Cabiria, Il Bidone, uh, In a Half, Amarcord I was actually really 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 lucky to have seen Amarcord in theaters for the uh, the what's called Fellini 100 year celebration for his birthday of uh, 100 years old and um, yeah the filmmaker Federico Bellini is one of the most uh, incredible filmmakers of all time. Probably one of the mo one of the fan most fantastical of him of his kind. It's called. Uh, he started off with screenwriting, of course, for uh, Rome Open City, and then he makes Variety Lights with Antonio Labauta and uh, and La Tuada. and um, we go on from there to his illustrious career. Man, these are not his complete films, of course. They're not his complete films. They're, uh, you know, a selection of like about 14, I think they're 14 films with a couple like documentaries, TV films, and all that. But um, we have a really, really, really big selection of films of his, his essential, of course. Uh, you, of course, can't see a complete set because a lot of the rights are not owned by Criterion. Janus doesn't really have access to all his films. That's why uh, I believe on Kino Lorber, Kino Lorber, has the newest restoration of uh, City of Women, uh, which I've been trying to pick up myself because I've, I've never seen City of Women, and it's one that I've been wanting to watch uh, a while from uh, Federico's career. Sorry, you all know how it is. Uh, I, I what's it called? Uh, I um, I talk too much, my mouth gets dry. It's it's it, it happens. It happens. Um. But yeah, man, um, let's go. That's going to be our journey. We're going to be talking about variety lights today. And uh, let's go ahead and see. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let's go ahead and pull up info right here. Um, so I was looking extensive. I, I tried this. Well, I know that it said that in the beginning that this was one of the new restorations. So this is one of the newest ones. Um, let me go ahead and give you all some information about the, you know, about the set itself. So, <clears throat> this is what you're going to get if you get the Essential Fellini box set. Uh, you get new 4K restorations of 11 theatrical features with uncompressed mononeural soundtracks for all films. You get a new digital, digital restoration of the short film Toby Dammit from 1968. And the television film Fellini, a director's notebook from 1969 with uncompressed mon mononeural uh, soundtrack. You get a Fellini documentary, Fellini, I, I, I'm a Born Liar, 2002, with Marcello Mastroianni, I remember, 1997, the latest presented in its 193-minute uh, version. You get two-hour, four-part, 1960 interview with uh, director Federico Fellini by filmmaker André Durval for Belgian television. 
four behind-the-scenes documentaries, Reporter's Diary, Zoom on Fellini, 1965, Ciao Federico, 1969, The Secret Diary of Amarcord, 1974, and Fellini Raconta on the set of on the set of and the ship sails on 1983. Fellini Raconta a 2000 uh, documentary featuring interviews with a late in life Fellini. Giulietta Massina, The Power of a Smile, a 2004 documentary about Fellini's wife and frequent collaborator. Once Upon a Time, La Dolce Vita, a French television documentary about the film. Audio commentaries on six of the films included in here. Program from 2003 on Fellini's 19. 60s television's advertising work, uh, archival interviews with Fellini's stars and collaborators featuring Mastroianni, Sandra Milo, Anu, Anu Amelie, and Magali Noel. Noel. Uh, archival audio interviews by film critic Gideon uh, Bachman with Fellini, Mastroianni, and Fellini's friends and family, video essays, and more. Plus, it's all deluxe packaging, including two lavishly illustrated books with hundreds of pages of content notes on the films by scholar david forgarts essays by filmmaker michael almereda and Cogonada, and carol morley film critics and stephanie zakarek and novelist calm tribune and dozens of image spotlighting Don Young's renewed collection of Fellini memorabilia. So, um, great, great. What's it called? Um, what's it called? Set. Um, overall, just I mean, like presentation-wise, I love this set. But we're not here to talk about sets. We're not doing a rest, 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 retrospective stream today. We're doing a full-on. We're doing a behind between the frames episode of what we think about this film, Variety Lights. And uh, without a further ado. Let's go ahead and get into this. Let me go ahead and read to you all the description of it. I'm gonna go ahead and give you the, um, you know, the, the, the words from Criterion, because uh, I think Criterion does a great job in, in like, you know, what's it called, uh, putting out the words for these films. Which, by the way, this one was available on the on the on the collection before. This is actually one of the restorations because it was a DVD before, so this one gets a major bump in uh, quality wise. But uh, Variety Lights 1950, made in collaboration with Alberto Latuada, Federico Fellini's directorial debut unfolds, unfolds amid the colorful backdrop of a traveling vaudeville trope whose Quixotic, Quixotic uh, empresario Pe Pepino Di Filippo is tempted away on his uh, faithful mistress, Giulietta Massina, by the charms of an, of, of an ambitious young dancer, Carla de Poggio. Though the details of what the division of, of duties was between the two directors was unclear, this lively backstage uh, capriccio is unmistakably Fellini-esque. In its whimsical fascination with the heightened reality, carnivalesque characters, and exotic allure of the world of show business, in the first of her celebrated collaborations with her director husband, Julieta Massina displays the spirited vulnerability that would soon become an archetype of cinematic emotiveness. There you go. That is Variety Lights, 1950. Um, I will say this right off the bat. Um, you know, I, I, you know, I'm a big fan of Federico. Uh, I love Federico's work. Um, I, you know, before this, I had seen only 
uh, before this set I had only seen you know La Dolce Vita in a half um, Roma which I'm really excited to see in this new restoration uh, Roma um, Amarcord of course at the uh, screening but I, this was a new restoration I saw um, I saw Toby damn it yes I watched Toby damn it it was really good dude I'm trying to remember if there was any other ones. I mean, here, let me pull up my, my letterbox, actually. Because I've got my list here. Um, love it when... Oh, there you go. Now it, now it pulls up the list. Now it's, now it's opening the app. Um, so before this, I had only watched... So, like, before the set, you know, we did our month on, a, on, on Federico, on the Nerdcore... So I'd only seen eight and a half nights of Cabiria, Amarcourt, La Dolce Vita, Roma, and Roma. This is it. What's it called? I still need to watch Satiricon for our Patreon mini, but I think I'm gonna wait until I get through it on this set because I really want to see this new uh, this this restoration of it. Uh, so those are the only films I had watched before of uh, Federico, and um, I'm pleasantly really surprised that I had never really gone into like anything before Cabiria. You know, we're talking about Il Bidone, um, La Strada. Um, Viteloni, you know, I had never done any of those films before, you know, I just, uh, I have, I hadn't even heard about The White Cheek, or, um, or what's it called, um, or, um, or this one, uh, Variety Lights, I always, I always had thought that, um, his first was actually, I think it was, Ibidoni is the first one, like, the, you know, the earliest one, um, Viteloni, Yeah, I, um, hold on, man, I'm trying to, La Strada's in 54, Viteloni's in 53, uh, Bidoni, where's Bidoni, where's Bidoni, is in 1950, yeah, so I had really been under the impression that Viteloni was the first film of Federico Fellini, I didn't even know that The Voice of the Moon was his last film, I had really thought that the, and the ship sails on was his last film, um, and I also had the wrong date for, um, Intervista. I, I thought the entrevista was before uh, and the ship sells on. So, uh, you know, my my extensive knowledge on, on Federico had not been, you know, as expansive as I as I really thought. But, um, you know, I um, I was really surprised that when I got this, when, when I'm going to the set, I'm like, oh, we're going to, I'm going to watch this first film. So, you know, I had never seen anything, you know, prior to Cabiria. You know, they were, you know, of course, I knew about La Strada. I know about Bidone and Ovitaloni. You know, I had never really gotten the chance to watch these films. But before that, I had never seen, you know, those early, early Fellini films. And I'm talking like, especially this one, which he co-directed. Like, you know, it's, 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 I always thought that, um, I never had thought that, that, you know, he was going to share credit with somebody. I thought he had always made his own films. But, um, you know, um, I, I'm really, 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 um, excited to tell you that, um, I actually really like this film. I really like this film. I'll tell you this, um. Incredible restoration done by the people uh, over there at Janus. Uh, what's it called the people by, uh, at the um, at the lab? I cannot remember who. And I'll probably write this down for the next couple of ones. Which lab uh, restored this one? But uh, they did a pretty really they did a really good job at restoring this film. Um, the the audio is 
it's pretty clean it's not as like, clean as you would think like with the other films you're gonna get here but this is a very old uh version this is one of the older versions of uh this is an old film of Federico so you know the quality isn't gonna be the best before on the old version compared to this new restoration but I will say what's it called that beautiful 4k digital restoration of it is magnificent I mean I, I want to see if I can find uh, like the old version of it um, before the actual what's it called uh, uh, you know the restoration because I want to see what's the big difference between the uh, versions so of course you look for variety lights uh, criteria and you get city lights from uh, Charlie Chaplin but um, that's not the one I'm looking for oh man let me see if they give it to you right here on these pictures um, um I think there are pictures from the new restoration um, well you know I'm not gonna really find it you know it is an old copy it's an out of print copy I believe everything up to, you know, um, to Kabiria, there were some of them in this, what's it called, set that like recently were out of print for a while and they weren't, what's it called, uh, you know, released separately anymore and like, you know, you have to wait until you get the Criterion set to really have these films and new restorations. But um, the restoration process was beautiful. I mean, so those colors, the, what's it called, the, the you know, the contrast and just the black and white just looked a lot cleaner on this one. And you know, the the, the sound, like I said, the soundtrack not not the cleanest because it is an older film. So I'm guessing that the restorative process on this one was a lot tougher because you're you're working with some negatives that are like a lot older than the other ones. So this one was a lot, you know, this one was good. It wasn't the best, but. I will say I really, really, really enjoyed the, uh, you know, the at least the restorative look of it. And uh, I really enjoyed the film. Uh, I love Julieta Massina in this film. She is incredible. But of course, Julieta is incredible in all the films that she's in. And uh, that is a pretty much a well-known factor when it comes to Julieta within the film of Federico. She's incredible. She she is so full of a lot of life and a lot of uh, charisma. Um, of course, you know, she's she she gives her best performance in Knights of Gabiria, of course But uh, this is still a really good foundation of what Julieta's career with um, With Federico will be like in the next coming films um, Hold on, let me go ahead and get some water in Let me go ahead and check me I don't, I don't know if my, my chat bot is. Let me just, I, I forgot that I don't have my, my chat window here. There we go. Now, now I'm good. Now I'm good. I got my chat box right here. But, um, yeah, I, um, I really, really enjoyed the film. Um, it's, it's, you know, it's, yes. To an extent, yes, it is Fellini-esque as in the way of like what it covers, like, you know, the whole show business type of world, the, um, the what's it called, um, you know, the, the whimsical status of it. It's not really as Fellini-esque as I want to say, like, you know, La Dolce Vita, Amarco, and all this. This is Fellini really starting to get his style in there and really starts to understand his style. I'm thinking that in the next ones where we start seeing him kind of be his own, the own director and start really getting into his fold with like, with like La Strada 
um, it, we start seeing like the Fellini that we know, the Federico Fellini, the Fellini-esque fel director who really starts to like unwind and show his like fantastical imagery and uh, you know, did I, did, is this one with Nino? I, let me see. I would like to see if this is with Nino because uh, I don't think that music was Nino. At least not that I'm aware of. Um, let's go ahead and find out that. Oh, man. This is why I love doing this live. You know, y'all really do get the, what's it called, the all up in here, like the whole raw version of all this. Um, let's go ahead and see if, um, if Variety Lights was, what's it called, uh, Uh, all right mm, i wonder if so it's on it's on, on amazon prime i wonder if that's the uh dvd version of it probably uh music by oh it doesn't even have a composer wow um i'm so i'm guessing the music was just music used by like you know the soundtrack you know actual classical film music classical music so uh we got here that um it wasn't even wow it wasn't even like edited by Catozo or anybody um so you know it's directed by Federico and Alberto it's produced by Federico and Alberto it's screenplays by Federico Alberto Tulio uh Ennio uh, Tulio Pinelli El Ennio Flaiano um yeah cinematographer by uh, by cinematography by Otello Martelli uh, I believe he is the one who did, yes, he did um, La Dolce Vita. Um, what, what else had he done? Let me see. He did Paisan, yeah, with Roberto Rossellini. Um, the Flowers of St. Francis, of course, with Rossellini. Uh, Ivitiloni, La Strada, Il Guidone. He did La Dolce Vita, and that's it, yeah. Let me go ahead and just, uh, this music's kind of distracting me. Let me just put a little bit more down. Oh, wait. There you go. Alright. I think y'all should still be able to hear it. But, uh, for me, it's a little bit lower. Um, but yeah, this doesn't even have Nino on there. It, what, what's... That's wild. Um, that's crazy. Uh, so not even Nino, no, no, not even Dino, Dino Dallarenzi, you know, who, you know, had produced a lot of uh, Federico's films. Um, you know, of course, as it said, like, there's not really a lot of information, like, present on, like, production stuff about, what's it called, uh, about Variety Lights. It's just, you know, it's one of his films, and there's not a lot of information presented on it. But, um, I, I liked, I liked the, you know, at first, when I first started watching the film, I was like, oh, you know, this is kind of like, I don't know if I'm really into this, but, you know, because I was like, oh, it's a little bit slow in the beginning, but we start really ramping up past that first act, and we really start to get into some really interesting stuff, and just, of course, the, the acting from Julieta is just always something that, like, really, like, surprises me, and I'm in love with every single time I watch uh, Federico's films with her, so, um, you know, I'm watching this and like, I'm just like, as more and more of the time passes, you know, I'm like, oh man, this is, this is freaking fantastic. Like, this is a really, really good film by Federico. 
Um, by the end, I was just uh, really, really, really having a good time with it. And I thought that it was well made. I thought it was well shot. Um, I really, really, really enjoyed the story about basically like, you know, show business and how it's like a really manipulative and, um, and, um, and exploitative kind of a business and how, you know, you have this man. Sorry. You have this man who like desperately wants to make it, but like he can't seem to find the right partner to like launch him there. And he's easily, what's it called? Caught off guard by the women and who come near him and also just uh, by the money that he wants to make. So like, you know, he, he doesn't really have what it takes. He just simply wants to be able to find that one person that's going to get him there. So I thought that that was like a really interesting story of basically just the whole the manipulative and exploitative, uh, world of show business and um um yeah and you know of course julieta plays uh his his lover in the in the film because you know he was was a woman that he was having an affair with uh he was he was he was uh, cheating with her uh, on on his wife and you know towards his wife it's like he's with with this woman he's with julieta masina's character and then he meets this other woman she thinks he thinks that she's gonna really bring him into the fray with um with you know, with uh, with fame and fortune and all that, and then obviously it doesn't happen, and and we kind of get more and more into like you know the whole what's it called the really twists and turns of showbiz, right? And we start really getting into this film being about like how this man just can't, doesn't have his shit together at all. Like he doesn't. Like he really wants to just find the fastest way to get on with his career because he just has no idea how to spend his money. He has no idea how to hold a, a steady relationship and he doesn't understand how to like what's it called be a supportive person to the people around him in his life um so i thought it was a really well-made film i gave it a four out of five on letterbox i will say that this is is my lead well you know when when you look at my ranking this is like um in the in the sense of like feature films this is the the lowest ranked one but it doesn't mean that it's bad it's just it's 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 really good i really liked it it's just not um, up there with, you know, the Dolce Vita, the Dolce Vita 8.5, Kabiria, Amarcord. Uh, the one below that one on my letterbox list is Toby Dammit. I had watched Toby Dammit for class, and I watched, like, the old version, so I'm going to be really excited to check out this, um, the the newest, ver- the, the new restoration of Toby Dammit. I really want to watch it. Um, maybe pay a little bit more attention this time, because I think when I watched it in class, I was just like, it was, a, it was a night class, so I was, like, really, 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 what's it called, tired? So I had not really watched it, watched it. I was just kind of just like looking at it per se. But um, yeah, I, I really, really uh, enjoyed this. I, I also, it's always so interesting to see like how, you know, in the in the United States, like in 1950s and like 50s films and 40, 40s films, like you rarely saw like, you know, uh, black people in films. And like if they were in there, you know, they were you know slaves and stuff and you know, you you saw those, uh, you know, shitty, like, slave films, and in this one, you know, there is a black character in here, and he's just a, a man roaming the streets, and um, he's, what's it called, he's a, he's a, cl- um, it's not the clarinet, it's the um, sax, saxophone player, you know, of course, he does end up coming, what's it called, going into this new company with, with, um, with our main character as he exp- tries to, like, exploit him, but, like, 
you know, I was always interested. I was always what's it called surprised by like how in Italian films you do have a lot of black characters compared to like in American films. But of course, American cinema took very long, and it still is taking very long to what's it called uh, give uh, black actors and black actors, you know, the rightful place in their um, in their films, and not you know result result not uh, resort to uh, black trauma on the on the screen. So. Um, I, I I was really really surprised. There was also a, a beautiful Brazilian uh, actress in this film. I think let me see her name. Really really what's it called? A great performance by her. She she sang really beautiful in this film. Um, Lina Amor, no. I really was the fan of Carla de Piogos, Pogios, or whatever you say her name. I'm not really sure. I wasn't really you know a fan of Carla's you know performance in the film I think the performance that to me sticks out from the actresses is Julieta um, trumpet player Johnny yeah John what's it called uh, John Kitzmiller Kitzmiller uh, who worked in his native land as well as Italy and the United Kingdom achieved his greatest fame and popular and versatile actor in Europe making an estimated 40 European films he was the first black actor uh, to win the Cannes Film Festival Award for Best Actor in 1957 for his role in the Yugoslav film Valley of Peace. Oh, wow. I'm going to... Hold on. I'm going to actually put that on my letterbox right now. Uh, Valley of Peace. He was also in Dr. No. That's really interesting. Valley of Peace, Dolina Miru. When the planes bombard a Slovene town, a Slovene boy and a German girl set on a journey towards the valley in which there is no war. On their way, a black American pilot who jumped of a shoot down jumped uh jumped of a shoot down plane joins them. Although American planes have killed the boy's parents, he accepts the pilot with enthusiasm. The children communicate with him in German and the Valley of Peace seems like the last paradise place of refuge. The Slovene boy, the German girl, and the American pilot represent a symbolic triangle of peace in this adventure happening in the middle of the War of Liberation. This is really interesting. I'm going to, what's it called, see if I can possibly find this film to watch it. Um, and he is in Dr. No. What else has he done? Uh, but he was a great, great addition into this film. He was a great actor in here. Um... Yeah, um, Variety Lights. Looks like he just did a bunch of fucking, what's it called, European films. Valley of Peace. The Naked Earth. Why have I heard of The Naked Earth? Seven of the Sun, Parts of the Coast. Doctor No, of course. Tiger of the Seven Seas, Cave of the Living Dead. Uh, yeah. Oh, I mean, he did die kind of early in his life. He's, what's it called? He died at, in '65 at, at the age of 51. Uh, so there wasn't a lot more. Wow. But um. I yeah, what's it called? I really liked him. Let me see what's the name of that girl. Hmm. Maestro uh, Vanja Orico as the uh, Roma singer. Okay. 
she doesn't have a, a, a page, but she was great. She was, you know, her character was Brazilian, but I'm pretty sure she's not Brazilian. Um, but uh, she was great. I loved her. I loved her in this film. Mm. Some of the men in this film were like, really, like you know, the acting from the men in this film were like kind of like over the top. But I mean, that's kind of what you get with Fellini. His, his character, his movies are kind of over the top. It's what makes the whole Fellini-esque uh, feeling of a film, of his films. So um, I, I enjoyed that. I enjoyed that a lot. But um, it was always interesting to see like, you know, the, the many men who were like into Lily, into Liliana. And just coming into her room and just like trying to be with her and stuff. It's like, you know, like, oh, they were getting into fights because um, Checo didn't want to go, um, what's it called, want them to be with her and stuff. Um, I thought that that was really interesting. Uh, does, does, does Pepino come out in anything else of, uh, of his? Mm. Yes, he, wait. Is that Boccaccio 70 the one Fellini? Oh, well, I don't know if he comes out in the film with Fellini, but I think he comes out in the Boccaccio 70 film. The whole, you know, the thing. Yeah, the... Uh, what's the word I'm trying to look for? Anthology of Boccaccio. Um, I'm trying to see if there's anything else from with him and, uh, and Fellini. I don't think so. Wait, he doesn't even. It's called. The film's not even in here in his in his in his uh, filmography. Uh, Luce, yeah, Luci de Varieta. Varieta. Uh. Doesn't look like he has anything else with um, what's it called with with Fellini. Um, well, um, overall, I mean, I, I I really like this film. I thought it was beautifully made. Uh, it's a really surprising film. You know, it makes me realize that like I should really do need to watch more of this like you know early Fellini. What else is like early like you know pre Cabiria from Fellini? Let me see. Um, So what's he called interested in what with this early early stuff of Fellini? Um, the voice of the moon. Okay, so we go all the way. A variety of lights. So there's nothing really past variety before variety of lights. Okay, well of course because he was writing screenplays at the time. He wasn't doing anything with the. Um, Actually, you know, film uh, directing. He, you know, he does the White Sheik, Vitelloni, Love in the City, um, La Strada, Igudoni, Nati Cabiria, La Dolce Vita, Boccaccio 79, Boccaccio 70, Segmin, La Tony de Totaltonio, In Half, Juliet Spirits, Spirits of the Dead, uh, Satyricon, The Clowns, Roma, Amor Cor, Casanova. Casanova's one that I haven't seen either. I think I think Kino Lorber did a, a restoration of that too. Orchestra rehearsal and Chips was on. Ginger and Fred, Intervista and the Voice of the Moon. Yeah. Well, um, I really enjoyed this one. I really do recommend you all watch this. I really do recommend you know just kind of going through the filmography of Federico Fellini 
kind of understanding more of what his uh, his career entails, and I really, really do enjoy the film. I give it a 4 out of 5 on my letterbox, of course, and I think that uh, you all would enjoy this too. So uh, I will see you all next week for... 1951, no, 1952's The White Cheek, starring, let's see who's starring in this one. Oh, wow. Oh, if you all didn't know, this one is written, the story is written, the story is by Michelangelo Antonioni, another incredible uh, Italian act, Italian, Italian director and writer. So this one has Alberto Sordi, Giulietta Massina, Runella Buvo. Oh, okay. You got some. Uh, you got some. What's it called? Uh, you got. You got Julieta again in here. You know. Of course, you got some. You got some uh, pretty known actors to work with. Uh, with uh, with Fellini, I believe Alberto worked with him on on on, on Vitelloni. On Vitelloni. Yeah. So um, had a really enjoyable time, y'all, and I hope you all had a wonderful time too. We will see each other next week for another episode of Between the Frames. With that being said, what's it called? Uh, we'll see each other for free between the frames next week. But I'll be back on Wednesday for the Nerdy Gun Live with Zen Ray as we talk about trying to stay motivated with our streams and trying to to fall into the world of burnout. So, with that said, I will see you all later. <laughs>